0: everybody. Welcome back to Home on the RNG. I'm Jeff. And I'm Linda Bergson. And joining us as often as we like, hopefully. Nope, that didn't work. I was going to say, as always, and my brain said, but what if he's not there? And then, (laughs) hey, everybody, welcome back to Home on the RNG. (laughs) I'm Jeff. And I'm still Linda Bergson. And joining us is Chris. Hello. Today we're here to talk about something very near and dear to all of us. We're having an intervention for Russ. Okay. <laughs> Russ, it's time we talk about your crippling JRPG addiction. Oh, yeah. It's a little too late. All right, then let's monetize I think it. It's, mm-hmm.
1: I think it's already consumed 39 years of my life. I, I don't think there's a lot of hope for me now.
0: Then let's turn it into something productive. Okay. Let's start a podcast. Okay. And let's sure. talk about Suikoden. Yay.
1: Well, I don't have personal history with this game. I've played it before, um, but I didn't play it, like, on the PlayStation. I didn't get a PlayStation until about a year before the PS2 came out. So I missed a lot of PS1 games and then played them later when they came to, like ps1 classics on the ps3 and i think that's when i first played this game um so i don't have like a fun i don't have a fun personal history story with this other than i looked it up and apparently came out in 1995 and i didn't even know the playstation existed in 1995 (laughs) i thought it was in 1996 It is
2: Uh, one of the first PlayStation games and among the first PlayStation RPGs as well.
1: That's weird because like in 1995, I was still playing the Super Nintendo.
2: Yeah, we didn't pick up a PlayStation until 1997 when Final Fantasy VII came out. Mm. Uh,
0: How about you, Chris?
2: So my personal history with this game is that I'd heard of it. uh, I saw it in a EGM or something like that uh, where they did a review on it. I didn't ha- yet have a PlayStation, but I was entranced by this RPG that supposedly let you recruit over a hundred characters, and one of them was a ninja. They made sure to mention the ninja.
1: <laughs> they really did make sure to mention the ninja.
2: And Kage is such a small part of the- He's nothing. He's nothing in the game. Yeah. But he is a ninja, and I did recruit him, and I did use him. I picked up the game finally, and in my brief stint, as it was almost like a booth more than a real store, but it was a video game reselling uh, situation. And, uh, we had copies of Sweet it In and Suikoden 2, And so, uh, just for one paycheck, I picked up both of them for the, uh, astounding, uh, purse of like, I think $50 for both combined. Nice. And, uh, I actually even,
0: you since, can get a lot more for
2: those now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in 2002, they weren't worth anything. <laughs> and in fact, later on, right before it, went up a bit, uh, because the original Suicidin wasn't worth that much, but I actually traded my old copy, which was a bit scratched, uh, so the ending FMV and the beginning FMV had skips, which I always found a bummer. I I traded them in for a practically brand new copy of the game, and I think the difference I paid was like 10 bucks, which I think I covered in another trade. So yeah, I've had great luck with obtaining these games, but I didn't even play them until four years later... When I was in a in a situation where I was at home a lot and I had nothing to do, literally nothing. I had no projects. You know, it was just kind of not really doing anything. So I was like, at one point, I was like, you know, I'm gonna try this Sweaking in. And so I popped it in. I played through the entire thing in a few days, and then I immediately put in Sweaking in two and played through it entirely. Like ending credits of Sweaking in one end, swap out the disc <laughs> for Sweaking in <II>, two, started playing, <laughs> played that all the way through the end. Took out the disc, put it back in Suicid N 1, and played through it again. <laughs> wow. So, in, in a couple of weeks, in really short order, in 2006, I played Suicid N 1, 2, and then 1 again, all the way through. And that's the last time I played it fully all the way through. So,
0: I don't have a lot of personal history with this either. I, I heard about the game from Lauren the Flute, who Chris knows. Yeah. Uh, and she was our musical expert on a couple of episodes. She was a big fan of the series, and. Is still. Yes, uh, although she has very specific ideas about at least one of the games in the franchise she claims doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah, I forget. Wh- it's either like three or four. She's it's, just like, it's, it's weird. Four. They skipped that it's one. It's probably four with it, the ship. Everyone down.
2: hates four. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing it myself one day so I can be the one person who doesn't hate it because I just know I'm going to be.
0: So uh, I was loading up my Vita with JRPGs, just like filling it to the brim. So I got the two of them for the Vita and I played through them and I... I really like them, but I also feel like I'm kind of the target audience for this series mm-hmm. because and I love recruiting characters. over. <laughs> <laughs> I love recruiting characters, and I love base building, and that's what this game is. So, it so is. Suikoden is loosely based on the classical Chinese novel Water Margin, developed and published by Konami. Perfect title. So yep. let's go ahead and move into stories and characters. almost forgot to (laughs) when our heroes find out that the empire they've served all of their lives is actually evil they team up in order to keep the crystals from falling to Golbez wait no (laughs) hold on no but it, it is largely the story of Suikoden is very straightforward and doesn't have a lot of meat to it it's the execution that is done so very well Because the idea is your characters flee from the empire upon learning that uh, some shady stuff is going down. And eventually, through hijinks, you become the leader of the resistance army. And most of the game is building up your army and liberating the countryside and taking down this empire. Which is not an uncommon plot in a JRPG. But I think Suikoden executes the concept of that better than any other one that I've played because you really feel like you are building the resources you are really building this actual army and so as you go to liberate city and city uh, country by country it doesn't feel like me and my five friends are single handedly taking down the empire it feels like you're legitimately mm-hmm. gathering mm-hmm. resources and are actually you know a sweeping army across the plane. so yeah I made a joke about the story. The story is a little light, but the execution is perfect.
1: And you get to fight a vampire. That is a weird Isn't side quest. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah, <laughs> that really... Suddenly, there's a vampire. It's,
0: and it's almost like a
2: side quest, but it's actually the main narrative. And and he's also in the sequel, so it's like, what, again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was so popular.
2: People love that vampire. Well, mm. I mean, it's Konami, so... Yeah. Fighting vampires across exactly. multiple games. The same vampire kind of their thing very true very <laughs> they do funny. own that a
0: little tell us some about the characters russ
1: well you were part of the game it's a character collection game so you there recruit are the 108. 108 stars of destiny to recruit they aren't all playable in the sense that they all participate in battle but still like 70 of them or something yes yeah, so, uh, 50 in battle. to 70 somewhere in there something like that and then the other and then the other ones that don't join your base and they are like the innkeeper and a shopkeeper one of them runs the the like bathhouse i, I knew you were going for yeah the bathhouse. of course the bathhouse what are you gonna do you can even decorate the bathhouse and one of them a... one of them is the hero's mom Gremio. <laughs> yes oh grameo oh grameo that is where so the so okay so one of the things that i liked about the main character who's canon name i do not remember it, it he hasn't had one. Okay. Uh,
0: no it's To, isn't it well McDowell? he's the dad, oh, t- 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 dad. T- is the dad i know you're, you're I've the mcdoll his...
2: kid and you're uh... he's recruitable in the second game if you import a save file mm-hmm. and he has a name and there. he has well his name in there is a combination Tier. of the name you gave him and the first initial of what you gave him and then mcdoll which is his canonical last name ah uh, okay so it's like t mcdoll or something like that i
0: Gotcha. I, I want to say I saw a canonical name. Was it Tear McDonald? It doesn't matter. That Maybe. sounds
1: right. I don't remember. I named them all Rin. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Rin is uh, the thing that I like about him as a main character is that he is not a. Especially for someone who like builds an army, he is not like a sword user in armor. He is he's, kind of he's a, a monk. Staff. Yeah. He uses a he's staff, He's a stick boy, and he has a jaunty little bandana, and he has a little ghee that he wears. And he, I like him. I really, for a silent protagonist, I really like him as a main character. And I just like the fact that they didn't do like a common yeah, sword they, user. With they him.
2: really went out of their way to make him like kind of unassuming. Yeah, which is funny because I feel like they did have the like your typical um, heroic sword wielding
1: kind of dude and it's Flick and he's a doofus. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's Grimio. And then there's Grimio. Who is, yeah, the character, his mom, not mm-hmm. really, but acts like his mom and is my least favorite character in this game. Mainly because you can't take him out of your freaking party until he spoilers. Uh oh. Until he dies horribly. Yes. Yes.
2: By being eaten alive. <laughs> Dissolved by fungus. Yes. It's it's the, real terrible. The
1: dramatic note that they were going for with that did not work on me whatsoever. Because if you are not going to let me take this increasingly useless character out of my party and then you kill him off, my first
0: thought is gonna be I finally don't have to have him in my party anymore. That's uh, one of the things I don't like about this game and is your party is 6 people, mm-hmm. which is a big party. And that's a big party for an RPG. But frequently, at least in like the first half of the game, the game's like, but you must use at least these 3 or yeah. 4 characters. It's like I have unlocked 50 characters and you're saying I can only choose 2 mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. My
2: my big beef is that they introduce The cavalcade of, like, of these really over-the-top, like, ridiculous bad guys. And you end up recruiting pretty much all of them, including the one that kills Gremio. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to recruit them. No, like, you don't have to, but you know what I mean. But if you, know you want all one hundred and eight yeah.
1: stars for the you know Well, but he who was really cares controlled. if you get all one hundred and eight stars if the prize at the end mm-hmm. is if, getting Grimmio back.
0: <laughs> I mean something come on. that can only be done mm-hmm. once. And that you get the implication that it means like once in the franchise, this is it. We can only use this magical ability right. once in the history of mankind, and it's to save Grimio. No, that's that's not a equivalent exchange. You know what character is good though? Kai. Yeah, Kai. Kai is cheat mode man. My favorite character is
2: Victor. oh yeah yeah.
0: Victor is great Victor's in my party the whole game but
2: I I have actually um in certain like lists or whatever that I've been asked to to do or just ran across they're like favorite male character in a video game and I'm like Victor it's always Victor (laughs) he's The, the manliest man
1: as well as just being a great character yeah he is definitely great I also want to give shout outs to Cleo Cleo team. is extremely useful and she is one of your starting characters and I never removed her from my that, party that
2: one elf guy that makes your party walk twice as fast stallion. <laughs> yes stallion the elf mm-hmm. <laughs> and shout outs to sweet it into for like putting him right in your views to where you like Oh, I need to recruit him he's like no nah, I can't go with you you're not fast enough and the game not telling you that that means you need to run away from fights (laughs) because that makes you faster, and
0: therefore he will join you. It's clever. clever. Um, According to how long to beat, an average playthrough is around 22 hours, which is... It uh, feels a little short for uh, a PlayStation 1 game, yeah. but it was early. It, well, I was going to say that this
1: game, when I played this game for the first time, it felt short to me and for an RPG.
2: I've, I've understood that it was developed specifically to be part one to sweeten intos part two. It's basically those two are a game. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is why both of them are a little on the short side.
0: I also got the sense... And but that's
1: not a bad thing no. to me in this day and
0: age. When I was playing through this for review purposes, which is, I, I look at these things with a more critical eye when I'm playing them for this show. I, I kept getting the sense that, like, this feels like it was developed for the Super Nintendo and then moved to the PlayStation and the fact that could have been. the fact that it I did not know until this conversation that it was one of the earliest PlayStation mm-hmm. games tells me I might have been on the money about
1: that. Yeah, I thought I was reading it wrong when I saw 1995, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I swear the PS1 didn't S- even come out till 96. Some of but the mechanics no.
0: just seem very Super Nintendo era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, do we have anything else for story and characters? I mean, there's 108 characters. Uh, okay, <laughs> I we're I mean, moving.
1: like our How- last review with Chrono Cross. There's too many to
0: talk about. How many chefs do you recruiting this one three or two uh well you recruit the in lady and then you recruit one chef that assists her with cooking meals but there's another chef that you also like an unrelated chef i
2: feel i don't know see this
1: is why we can't talk about characters anymore i I, my party i used obviously the main character cleo victor i liked i liked mina the dancer that was me um i liked tingar the native american dressed lady you, you did want the fishing boys <laughs> um i liked the fishing i like that first fishing guy that joins you i
0: use victor and flick yeah I, Flick I use is flick a lot yeah i uh, shout and out Kai. also
1: to
2: kage who is a ninja mm-hmm. and that's just that's all that's he needs all to be need? all he needs to be
0: so let's go ahead and move into the combat system Like I mentioned, you have six characters in your party, three in the front row, three in the back row. Each character has a different attack range, which they can either be uh, short, medium, or long. And that can determine which row they need to be in to be able to physically hit the enemies, which means you can't 100% just pick the party you want because if you pick Mm -hmm. all short range, the three in the back aren't going to be able to touch the enemies. What's really fun about this, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it, They make the combat look busy, which is great. If If you give, let's say you're facing six enemies and you've got your six characters and you tell each of your six characters to attack a different enemy. Your characters will all leap out and attack sometimes at the same time, sometimes depending on the enemy speed. Anything where your character doesn't have to wait for somebody else to attack an enemy first... Happens at the same yeah. time. I really appreciate it that. It looks so cool though, just all this leaping about and hitting all happening simultaneously. As, you know,
2: as opposed to something like Chrono Cross where <laughs> you, have <laughs> separate, you have a separate you have a menu input for every mm-hmm. single hit and then you have to wait for the attack animation. And, and to as finish much them as I love
1: Chrono Cross, an enemy will just interrupt your attacks yeah. right in the middle of a combo.
0: Exactly. The yeah. camera also zooms in for critical hits in this game, mm-hmm. which is just mechanical. kind of it's kind of cool like not only did you get you know like the smash guts attack but you also like zoom in yeah. see those big old pixels really weird status effects like balloon and bucket head <laughs> yeah hell yes <laughs> uh, just secret there's... of mana prepared us for balloon and mario yeah. versus wario prepared us for bucket head <laughs> There are actually three different types of battle in this game. What we've been talking about so far is the fairly standard invisible random encounter turn-based JRPG. There's also army versus army battles. There's maybe six of these in the game. These are kind of where it loses me. I actually kind of enjoy them once I I figured out how to do them really well. It is your army fighting an opposing army. It's an evolved game of rock, paper, scissors, roughly. Yeah. Because... Based on who you've recruited, you actually have squads. And these squads are specialized. If you've got these three people, they're going to be in a magic squad together. These three people are an attack squad, a bow squad. And you also have people who have special powers like thieves and ninjas. And uh, the ninjas are especially useful because you can do it. If you have all three ninjas, three times in that combat, you can just go, hey, go tell me what they're going to do next. They go and they say, all right, the, the next thing the enemy's going to do is this, and you know exactly how to counter that. Yeah, sweet. Um, the downside to these battles is if you choose poorly, if you choose something where you get your ass handed to you, one of your 108 characters can die. Mm-hmm. Permanently. Yeah. Permanently die. Plot death. Which means you can't get Grimio back because you have to have all 108 alive. I mean, for come that on, who really wants Grimio back? <laughs> Uh, The other type of combat, there are very few, when I say boss fight, the picture that it conjures in your mind, there are very few of those in this game. Mm -hmm. But there are duels, I want to say four or five duels in this game, which is again a form of rock, paper, scissors, but it's just a one-on-one, and your three options are attack, desperate attack, or defend. Attack and defend make perfect sense. A desperate attack against a defend causes a massive amount of damage to the opponent. A massive attack against an attack, you're in trouble. You've chosen poorly. Mm-hmm. Before each round, the opponent will say something, and that's you're supposed to kind of decipher from that what their next move is going to be decipher by using an faq <laughs> i did not touch one in this oh, wow. and I, okay <laughs> i never i never used it for uh either type of rock paper scissors battle in this playthrough and i even won the special pawn one which is hard to win oh, yeah that is yeah. hard to win
2: i uh, i lost that the first time because i didn't realize that it was gonna happen and pawn's level when he goes up against uh the bad guy who is the, the protagonist's dad, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is a bad guy. His level in that fight is the same as his level in any regular fight. So, you his have equipment to make matters sure. too. Yeah, yeah, you have to make sure that you've at least recently used him enough to get the, you know, a million levels from one fight, which is another thing the game does that I love, but I was saving that for yeah innovation.
0: Well, and I talked about how this game really sells the, con- the idea that you're building this army and actually saving the world. And it does it by using these three different types of battles. So it really doesn't feel like me and my five friends single-handedly save the world. Certain characters also have unite abilities with other characters that it makes sense for them to team up with. The two fishermen, for example, they team up and have a special attack. The protagonist and Kai. This is why I brought up (laughs) Kai earlier. You can recruit Kai, who is the main character's staff instructor basically mm-hmm. his his sensei. his sensei you can recruit kai early in the game or you could never recruit kai him and the hero have a unite ability it costs nothing to use in a unite ability that hits every enemy on the screen for a full percentage attack it's delightful mm-hmm. yeah it it puts the game into easy mode you just constantly have them do unite and it will hit every enemy on the screen it makes the game go real fast yeah game go burr Mm -hmm. one thing that i saw this came up a lot in my recent playthrough and i don't remember it from the first one but if you assigned a member of your party to heal somebody either using an item or a spell and the combat ends before their turn came up they still take that heal turn yeah they do which is which kind of sucks because the spell slots are limited for use So, like, I would have rather just used a potion outside of combat than had you use a spell slot. Mm. Oof. So it... I appreciate it for not making me go into a menu afterwards, regardless. And there is one item that lets you... You use it as an item. It's infinitely reusable, and it heals the whole party a small amount. And that was fun. Whenever the... the, I usually had Kai throw that out when he wasn't using Unite. Mm -hmm. Just heal the... That's nice. In the combat, everybody gets a little health back. Great, yeah, perfect. I just I've never seen a game do that. It's like the engine must go through everybody's turn. it goes nothing for him to hit, nothing for him to hit, nothing for. Oh, he can still heal, heal. All right, now the fight's over. Um, yeah, I don't remember that about the
2: healing. Actually, it's funny.
0: Yeah, it happened to me multiple. I don't remember it. My memories, because Innovations is where we're really going to get into it. Uh, it's been a couple of years since I played this for the first time. It's probably been four years since I played it for the first time, just for fun. And looking back, I remembered it being an awesome game and then i played it just now and it's a good game it's a very Mm -hmm. good game there are parts of it that are not good (laughs) Uh, there are parts of it that are real irritating and i had completely forgotten those yeah so uh, when it comes time at the end to score the game i'm gonna give both score like the good stuff is really good the bad stuff is bad but it's not the stuff that you'll remember it's not the stuff that'll stick with you so
1: which is good for the people that made in. yeah
0: did i leave anything out of combat is there any other combat aspect we want to talk about well i think my
1: blood sugar is low
0: then we're going to move on to innovation <laughs> be sure to leave that in about my blood sugar i will let everybody know Russ. <laughs> Russ, would you like to describe how the crystal system (laughs) works? I want to make sure you get an opportunity. I'm good, actually. Yeah. I know, give Cleo the
1: fire rune, and then give her the water rune.
0: So, all of your characters have a crystal slot, or a rune slot, which gives... Some of them give them access to a list of magical spells. Some of them just give them special abilities. One that I think sucks is the ability to dash, Mm, If you want to be able to walk at a decent speed in this game, you have to take up a crystal slot for one of your party members to have the dash rune in there, and Mm -hmm. then the whole party can dash. Yeah, I didn't want to have my character do something useful. I needed to perform what should be a basic function of the game. Well, Final Fantasy VI did it. Final Fantasy six has a dash button and then a, a relic that makes you dash even faster. Not in the original. Not in the original. Okay. No. It's been a while since I played the only, original. Only sprint shoes will cause you to walk twice mm-hmm. as fast as in the original. But it also gave every character two relic slots. So it's a less of a burden than this is the only slot for this thing. Right, right and I have to I get six of them in my whole party. And I gotta some of them some characters have crystals you can't unequip. Some of us
1: like to move at the normal speed and take our time and enjoy experiences. <laughs> it's so
0: slow. They walk so <laughs> slow.
1: Yeah, some of them do have, like, Pan has a rune that you can't remove. Mm-hmm. But also gives him an amazing attack.
0: And the okay, ones I that grant spell abilities, as you level up, it's Final Fantasy 1 spell slots mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. As you level up, different characters unlock more spell slots. I
1: rarely used magic. Of any kind, except for Cleo. I used a lot of healing magic. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I a lot of area of effect magic was also useful. Mm, Yeah, I feel like the combat system moves so quickly. Here's what really frustrates me: one of the most frustrating parts of this game is inventory management. Yeah, because each character has potentially up to five pieces of equipment that you can equip on them, each one of which takes up an inventory slot each character has their own specific inventory and there is no inventory for the group that you can pull from except back at the base if you get that character Mm -hmm. so anytime you want to swap out characters you have to go back to your base go up to the floor where the character swapping people are talk to them and say i want to swap out characters then you can first you have to say i want to drop people because i have a full party and you can't just recruit people if you got a full party (laughs) so I want to drop people drop a person all right now I'd like to recruit a person go through the list of 50 names I hope you learned the name of the one you want pull in that guy then go oh god he I need the equipment from that other guy so I'll go down to the inventory storage place and I'll say hey I remember the name out of all the 50 characters of the one I just took out of my party can we take all of his inventory and put it in the group pool great now I want to take that and put it on my new character that's how you equip a character into your party. I, yeah. can't,
2: I can't believe that the same company that came up with the inventory system for Castlevania Symphony of the Night just didn't <laughs> do a great job on this one.
0: <laughs> Even harder is, I swear this happened to me two times, where, okay, I have an assigned party member. I can't use the, all the party members I was using, but I do want to take that crystal. That was a useful crystal. Okay. Go to the, in, go to the party manager person drop a person i can move from my party pull in the person that has the crystal now i have to travel and find a city because i hadn't unlocked the crystal vendor in the castle in my base yet find a city that has the crystal vendor go in have them take the crystal off great now the crystal is no longer attached to the character go back to the base back to the party member swap out so i have the party member that i want and then go back to the crystal merchant to put the crystal on The character that I'm forced to have, oh wait, no, when I unequipped it, it was left on the other character, go back to the base, do the inventory management to get the crystal into the slot, back to the town, equip the crystal on the character. You could spend hours of this 22-hour playthrough doing inventory management because it has to be handled at specific locations throughout the game
1: i lost consciousness while you were explaining that
0: <laughs> it was very frustrating yeah eventually you get a, a teleport item that lets you just teleport to your base from wherever and then teleport from your base to any town that speeds things up a lot but even then having to always go to a the fourth floor okay wait the the party swapping is on the third floor okay i gotta go to the third floor and talk to the Nope. shoot it is on the fourth floor go up to the fourth floor Having to go to specific locations in the game to perform functions of inventory and party management is very frustrating. I can
1: tell. You seem real fired <laughs> up about this. Just do you need to share Do you need some chamomile?
0: You can yeah. only save your game at ends, which feels that that's one of those things that feels more Super Nintendo than Playstation One. Mm-hmm. Seventh Saga. Because it actually took me a while to figure out what ends like I I couldn't save the game. I was just walking around playing the game. I don't use inns that often. I'm like, I need to save this game. How do I save this game? I thought
2: there was one character in your base that could save your game. It's something. the
0: lady who runs the inn. Yeah,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Marie. Marie. Thank you. This is the only JRPG I've ever encountered where, after the boss fight, as the in as the base is destructing or whatever's going on and you're fleeing you can still get into random encounters there are random encounters after the final boss fight <laughs> uh,
2: Final Fantasy 6 when you're escaping the floated continent yeah oh and well, and when you're fleeing the house with the little boy in it and you're on a timer and there's still random encounters in boss of the game oh okay yeah yeah you meant the whole the whole end boss yeah yes. that
0: that whole end game was like crazy specifically the end boss of the game like that's it i beat the game i beat suikoden i went oh wait no several random encounters still yeah. okay kai i mean go not all of the monsters just pack their bags and go home <laughs> because the big boss is destroyed so i feel like i've been passionately <laughs> saying what that this game is horrible and that i'm not <laughs> because when i went to replay it for this review, I had completely forgotten about the party and inventory management. Those mm. are not the parts of the game that I remembered. Those were not the parts of the game that stuck. You blocked with me. out trauma. I did. There's nothing wrong with that. Would do either of you have any innovations you would like to talk about? I in think you. I Certainly think you have not. nailed it. <laughs> I will say because we talked about recruitable party members. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them have specific requirements you have to meet to unlock um, them to recruit them. Yes and Which, some of them tell you some of them do not some of them give you hints i mean you have to know where they are it, it would be very hard to get all 108 without a guide yeah
2: i managed to get 106 i missed two of them and they were missable so i couldn't go back
0: the first time i played the game i got 107 i was using a guide though there's one guy who won't join you unless you're level 40 and i saw him talk to him And then forgot all about him by the time I Mm -hmm. was 40. I never went back.
2: That happens. I'm going to say my innovation that I would point out is I like the catch-up leveling system. That experience scales. And so a character can gain 10 levels from a single regular battle if they're that far behind. Mm -hmm. And love that for a game with so many characters. It still has a leveling system.
0: It's a great catch-up system. Trails Uh, also does that. Nice. And it's great. It also kind yeah. of prevents you from over grinding because if you're trying to grind in a certain area, eventually you're getting like two XP. The well dries up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. A lot of the recruitable characters that don't join your potential fighters list uh, do things like uh, you can collect uh, different message box f- styles. So, you know, I want mm-hmm. I want the box to be green. Let me go talk to the person who controls the color of the boxes. <laughs> They're, it's 108
2: people. They yeah. they did definitely run out of ideas for what everyone can <laughs> do. Let me change the
0: sound effects for the menu. But first you have to find the sound effects and then give them to the sound effect guy. And then he can. <laughs> yep. There's paint items that you can find. And you give them to a painter and he paints a mural for which you get nothing you get a mural there is so yeah. there is a lot in this game that's just completionist that means nothing you can get yeah. vases and have them appraised you, and then decorate yeah. your bathhouse yeah and yeah. there's there's no reward for it which i found yeah. very interesting there's a lot it, of this the game reward that's just
1: for is the fun of the it. the reward
0: is the atmosphere it
2: it really it's animal crossing style it's yeah. just not a
0: it's non reward i mean if it was made today there'd probably be achievements for these things Yeah what are achievements <laughs> playstation
2: another thing Kidding. that i want to say about that's maybe innovative about the story is that i like how thoroughly it is like this is part one stay tuned for part two they leave uh in the ending and spoilers whatever but they leave the fate of flick and victor who are two of the earliest adult characters you get in the game they leave their fate to uh, to question marks cuz they stay behind to fight off the enemy horde while your other characters escape mm-hmm. yeah which
0: also I, I like that as a story mechanic but it's also interesting that i beat the game i'm fleeing i'm getting into random encounters and you're taking away party members yeah.
2: and you're like we'll stay behind and handle these guys you can't handle them <laughs> and we're like what, i but...
0: just killed a three-headed dragon dude <laughs> yeah
2: that was just kind of dropped in, speaking of surprise bosses, but I guess we'll get to that later. Yeah.
0: In a later episode. Yes, or whatever. that was definitely a surprise boss. Yeah. Uh, because the person who you think is the main villain that you're going to fight, Wendy, her end is a, very much a surprise because you're like, I'm totally going to take down this bitch. No, no, you're not. You're n- n- not your problem. Yeah. Not your circus, yeah. not your monkeys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and move into music.
2: Suikoden is amazing for music. Um, this PlayStation thing was nice and new. CD audio. Uh, I mean, we had CD audio in the past, but they really were like, let's let's just throw everything we got at this. So they got five people for the composition of the soundtrack to this. I'm just going to go over their names right quick, but one of them is going to stand out the most. Uh, that's going to be Miki Higashino who uh, is a greatest composer, worked on the NES Ninja Turtles, but also is like, kind of the main composer, I think, of uh, Suikoden 1 and 2, without Wikipedia being in front of me here. Uh, but then the other composers are Tapi Iwase, Hiroshi Tamawari, Hirofumi Tanaguchi, and Mayuko Kageshita, who all worked on various uh, Konami things, and I think Jeff probably wants me to mention that Mayuko Kageshita also worked on Sexy Parodius which is a well-known game to shmup fans, but apparently Jeff didn't know about it. (laughs) Uh, No, I'd never heard it. I just saw this. I had to find out what this game is. It's, it's, yeah, the Parodius games are great. I wish they would bring them to the West, honestly, because they still, I think there may be one on Switch now, but I can't, don't, don't quote me on that. But yeah, lot. These are five very accomplished and and great Konami composers. The themes in the game, it's very, it has because it's based on a Chinese story. Like they very much went for this pastiche of like a kind of traditional Chinese uh, sound for a lot of the things. You'll hear it in the town themes. You'll hear that little jingle when you get a new party member. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like it's that. Very. It had a Middle Eastern flair. Like, I expected Mina and uh, Mina for from Dragon Quest IV to come dancing. Yeah, yeah. and Mina. That, yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, town themes are like that, but you know, this being a Konami game, they also throw in like some really cool, like groovy uh, bass lines. Like the town of Rockslide, I remember had a great theme to it. I don't remember if that theme is shared between many other towns, but I spent a lot of time in Rockslide because that's where you play the the gambling game. Against that grandmother, who you just completely <laughs> fleece for everything she's worth, because that gambling game is so easy. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so yeah, the the stand, uh, the like standout greatest theme of this game to me is called Distant Mountain. It is the music that comes in whenever you are climbing a mountain. You don't get to hear it unless you keep your character standing still for like three full minutes. Yeah, it's like when you go to the mountain and it like it comes in with this flute. And then it just starts, this flute just does this, like, boppy, like, kind of groovy tune. And then a second flute joins in, and then guitar, and then bass, and then this drum, this hand drum that's just awesome. I don't know what that
0: I'm sorry, are. is there a ghost? There is something making some poop noises. Mine is, too, and so is Chris's. Yeah, it's just coming from the other room, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be picking it up from another room. Oh, well. So, we're just going to power through. It's but- Zoe. <laughs>
2: But yeah, if you listen to any track like in isolation from the original Suikoden, I would recommend Distant Mountain. It is a fantastic piece of music. It's among my top like 20, maybe even 10 of video game songs from any video game. So love that tune. It is so good, so check. And funny enough, you know, they have all that, but then when you get to the overworld, which you actually don't see super often walking around, it is just like a traditional JRPG you know, type
0: thing. That was music. On compact disc. So let's go ahead and move on to final thoughts.
1: I could probably use a cracker right now. <laughs> is that your final thought? This is why I've been so this whole review. I'm like, oh declining but anyway my fa- okay so i'm gonna give this game four satisfying Grimio deaths out of five <laughs> um i really liked it when Grimio died no i really I, I do really like this game i like the second one even more can't wait till we review that but um like chris said it, these are intended to be played as a pair so no i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the unassuming hero as i've said before um, I enjoyed uh, really feeling like you're building an army and, and it's not just a group of five teenagers saving the whole world. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good game.
2: Uh, yeah, this is like absolutely my favorite non-Final Fantasy uh, RPG. No, no, there's Dragon Quest Seven. Scratch that. This is a great game that I played <laughs> twice in rapid succession and have started a couple other times. I'm probably going to go home and start playing it again. Just, uh, just from just, talking about it? Just from talking about it. Yeah, it's a great lush experience. Very colorful. Funny enough, it was the first time I ever upgraded the cables on my video game system so I could get better colors. Um, just because I was like, I want to see this even better. You know, because 2006, nobody cared. Um, HDTV wasn't really as much a thing at that point. But anyways, uh, yeah, so this is, this is a great game that really stood out to me. Um, probably should have played it in 2002 when I first bought it, but, I mean, even though I waited a
0: while, it's nothing compared to how long I waited after that, so there you go. So here's what's interesting. I want to share, share what's in my notes and then what's in my mind because, as my notes say, uh, if you had asked me before I played it again for review, I would have said it was an A or an A- game. I played it for review about a month ago. And I wrote here that the good heavily outweighs the bad, even though my frustrations with the party and inventory management, fresh off of playing it, I'll give it a B plus. As I'm sitting here, remembering playing the game, B plus seems way too low. And I want to, as soon as I step away from the game, it automatically earns like five points in my mind. Because fresh out of the game, I was still feeling some of those frustrations. And I was like, this is a B minus or a B plus game. And now that I'm a month away from, it, I'm like, no, that was a great game. That was an A minus. That was an A. So, I'll give it the A minus. Sure. Ultimately, the real takeaway is it's a game that will stick with you as being a great game. So even if you experience some frustrations in the moment, stick with it. You will thank yourself for it. Uh, Russ, if they want to play It in,
1: then you should probably get your Vita. Uh, out from storage is probably the best best situation that I can recommend for you. Yeah. It's it,
2: still not super expensive to actually purchase the PlayStation discs, but I'm going to check that for sure. Uh, yeah, I
1: feel like I should have researched. I know the new... Um, I don't think it's on it yet, but the new... PlayStation Network tiers came out, and I don't think Suicidin is. I, on I there don't yet. think it
0: is either. I'm Wild on like Arms is the max tier, but I don't think Suikoden Sweetigan on there. So next time we will be just dis- talk. We will be playing and discussing the and bleep, making a rap bleep, video about. Bleep. Next time we'll talk about Trials of Mana.
1: Yay!
0: Ugh, never mind. It is still
2: expensive. It's like over a hundred dollars now. Forget what I said. So get out your Vita. Get people. out your
1: get get a Vita. Find your Vita. Find a Vita. Anyway. Not, a, not a Vita, but a Vita.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys very much for joining us. We'll see you next time.
1: Goodbye from home on the RNG. Bye-bye.
2: on the rng
1: is a presentation of mad centaur productions you can find jeff on youtube at youtube.com slash productions or on twitter at jeff centaur you can find russ
2: on twitter at russmac 25 you can find chris on twitch at twitch.tv slash exaggerate or on twitter at enrich flavor thank you for listening and remember to save your game before powering off this podcast